I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI and WGBH in Boston. A solution to the conflict in Syria seems as remote as ever today. There are reports of a new massacre in Hama province. The Syrian opposition says as many as 200 people were killed by government forces. As the U.S. and other powers look for a way to stop the violence, some have suggested the so-called Yemen scenario. In Yemen, President Ali Abdullah Saleh transferred power to his deputy following almost a year of unrest. The BBC's Natalia Antalava reports from Yemen on how that model has been working out. It was a suicide bomber. By the time I got to this scene in front of Sana Police Academy, the victims had been taken away, leaving behind pools of blood and piles of debris. Ten young cadets died in Wednesday's attack, second since May. Police and army have long been targets of al-Qaeda militants in Yemen's southern regions. But these attacks, right in the heart of the capital, signal a dangerous trend. In a cafe on the other side of Sana, Osama, a young activist, told me he was worried. These fundamentalists, if they're not controlled, and if this problem is not treated, you know, it's going to spread among the Yemeni society. And it's going to be a threat to the Yemeni people, it's going to be a threat to, to the region, and it's going to be a threat to the international community as a whole. The West knows that and is increasingly concerned about al-Qaeda's visible advances in Yemen. And yet politicians in Washington and London want to use the country as a model for solution in Syria. On the surface, the two are indeed similar. Like in Syria, protests in Yemen started peacefully, but grew violent as President Saleh refused to step down. The revolution turned into a battle of armed political forces. Osama and his friends admit that their demands for democracy got hijacked. Uh, unfortunately, things just did not go the way we planned it. It's either, you know, we, we, we had two bad choices. You know, it's either a civil war or to settle down for the best of the, best of the worst. Transfer of power from President Saleh to his deputy was, they say, the only way of stopping an all-out civil war. So do you think the Yemen scenario can work for Syria? No. No, not at all. No way. Why are you laughing? I always laugh whenever I'm sad. What I see in Syria now is a violent environment that's not going to allow them for, for any sort of activism. It's sad. It's just it's too sad in Syria. I used to think that we are the most unfortunate in this whole mess that was supposed to be a spring. But in Yemen too, there is still plenty of trouble. A year and a half since Yemen's revolution first began, this changed square, the centre of Sana'a, is still full of people and full of tents. In one of them, I find Ibrahim, who is improving what has been his home for more than a year now. He's here, he tells me, because his revolution isn't over. He wants justice, he says. He wants President Saleh, who still lives in Sana'a, to be prosecuted. Grievances with the new government are growing too. Life is harder than ever before. Many people can't afford to buy food. Electricity and water are scarce. Security has deteriorated. And increasingly, Yemen's political transition is looking more like a ceasefire than a solution.
Well, we're mandated by the Security Council. You know, to... Jamal Benawar is a senior negotiator sent to Yemen by the UN to facilitate discussions between rival politicians. Here, his role in negotiating transfer of power eight months ago earned him the nickname of Godfather of the Yemen Solution. I asked him if he could see a similar deal in Syria. These are two different situations. In Yemen, there have been uh, a democratic experiment, well-established political parties. It, there is a lively civil society, which is different from the situation in Syria. Second, both sides in Yemen realize that they cannot win an all-out military confrontation. And, that and that's was, not the case in Syria? This is not the case in Syria, obviously, um, where the government believes that they can crash the uprising and turn the situation around. Unlike Western politicians, most people here dismiss the idea that Yemen's scenario could ever work in Syria. In fact, with the recent suicide attacks, food shortages and fears of another conflict, most are still waiting to see if the scenario will work for Yemen itself. That was the BBC's Natalia Antalava reporting from Yemen.